Sansón. This week's guest has spent the last few years taking the porn industry by storm and putting stroke game everywhere to shame. After quickly rising from budding OnlyFans creator to one of the most sought-after names in studio porn, he made the puzzling choice to leave that chapter of his life behind. Here to talk about what it's like to be arguably the most frequently harassed man on the internet. The gays are going to lose their minds this week. Rain is here. <laughs> Before we start, let's talk about Callie, the French bulldog. Where is she? She's literally right here. <laughs> <laughs> Come, here. Come here. I used to have a French bulldog and they're the cutest pains in the asses in the world. <laughs> this feels like my reoccurring dream starting to come true. I've been having this reoccurring dream recently about everything I'm doing and getting to the level of where I want to be. So in my reoccurring dream, I'm at the Grammys as an invited guest, which is my goal. And in my dream that I've had three times, you were my date. So here we are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're one step closer to the Grammys. Oh, my God. <laughs> The Grammys. Yeah, because mostly on this show, we talk about music, but every once in a while, we like to step outside the box and explore something different. Switch it up a little bit. <laughs> We're really switching it up because this is not music. <laughs> I like to keep people on their toes, you know? You never know what you're going to get from me from week to week. We're actually in our sexual era, too, because I'm recently single, so I've been, like, exploring the f dating sites and all this bullshit, and I can't stand it. So we've been talking about like some of the things that have happened and uh, we've taken a little bit of a turn, but you know, we'll see where it goes. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So tell me about where you grew up and what your younger years were like. I grew up, so I had, like two parts of my growing up. My first part, I grew up in Fort Meade, Florida, which is like this freaking one-stop light town. Mm -hmm. And the only thing there is nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I my childhood up, up into the age of like I want to say eight, eight or nine. Hey, no, <laughs> <laughs> she's about to start some noise up in here. <laughs> um, eight or nine, we um I lived there, and then we moved to this other town. It's very small, but it's way bigger. It's called Lakeland. Mm -hmm. Um, the rest of my childhood is like basically there. It's in the it's in Central Florida. There's nothing going on there. Very uh, conservative, very uh, MAGA, mm -hmm. make America great again. Very much that. So um, that's what I grew up in, and you know, I hated it. Do you remember what you wanted to be when you grow up when you were a kid? <laughs> you no, know, I used to want to be an astronaut. Really? Because you know, in, yeah, in Florida, we grew up watching like, the space shuttles. Take off like we would, that oh, would be like right, a part yeah. of school. We'd go outside and we just watch up into up into space. Oh, that's sick. So, yeah, that was just my childhood. I used to want to do that. Now I wouldn't dare. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would not get on that. Like never. Nothing in my mind or body wants to like go into space. I'm not really afraid of flying, but I I'm just thinking about like relating it to flying. And there's that one part where every time you're going up or coming down, and the shit goes fucking sideways. And every time I'm like, mm -hmm. that's it. We're going down. We are going down. I can't do it. It's that's just too scary for me. Like you're on a fucking the the, the thing could blow up going going up. Mm -hmm. It can blow up coming back in. I remember it blowing up coming back in when I was like young. I mean, everyone saw that, right? When we were like yeah, of course, like early two thousands, like they were coming back from space and they're like 
like you got destroyed over like the ocean. Yeah, uh huh. Insane. I'll never forget that. Story. Yeah, that shit is scary. Tell me about living in Japan. When did you live in Japan? I lived in Japan from 2015, the fall of 2015 to the fall of 2017. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved it. It's by far one of my favorite places on earth. Like Japanese people are like the best. The culture. No, they, they're just good people, man. Like I don't like you. You're not going to find people like that anywhere else around the world. Like they are like good people. Like I um, I remember I dropped my wallet on the subway mm-hmm. and I had like two hundred dollars cash in my wallet and someone like just picked it up and just turned it in. And then that person turned it into me. And I was just like, yeah, this was happened in a New York subway. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. Like, you would have never seen that shit again. Yeah, it would. I probably got the wallet back, but everything else inside <laughs> would have been gone. gone. Yeah, you would have found some new charges on your credit card, right? I saw a video recently of somewhere in Japan, one of the ramen places that they have, and they were showing how it's open twenty four hours, and it's kind of like the honor system that you pay because you just go in and serve yourself, and there's no employees. And I was like, this would never happen in New York or America in general. Somebody would ransack that fucking place and take all the noodles. I've never been to that place. I don't even know what you're talking about. And I've been like all over Japan. I got to find it. I was, it was one of those things when you get lost in that wormhole of scrolling at like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm trying to like, remember if I imagined it cause I was high or if it happened. No, I'm just kidding. I saw it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Japan, I had never had ramen before. And really? like I fell in love. Like, yeah, I love ramen. I can't be eating that shit the way I want to, but I love it. All different kinds, too. They have, like, a bunch of noodle places where I live, and I frequent them a lot, more than I'd like to admit. Where do you live? I'm in New York. New York? Oh. I'm, like, an hour outside of the city. Okay. An hour outside the city? Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I grew up here, so when you live here your whole life, you have, like, a different relationship to the city, you know? Like, I'm just there all the time, but I don't need to be in it to live. Right. It's too crazy. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a lot. I want to talk about your body transformation because you had talked about recently that you used to be really skinny. And I didn't believe you until you posted (laughs) some throwback pictures. So talk to me about like what made you start to work out and body image and all that stuff. So no, first of all, I had like the fakest friends because nobody told me I was skinny. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody like they literally was not telling me they was just like oh you're cute and i'm just like yeah i am <laughs> and i was mad. i was like malnourished child i didn't know how skinny it was like people are like i'm six one six two and i'm like 150 pounds and i didn't know that was not normal right i should weigh more more than that <laughs> so um what was it so when i went to japan i didn't have really much to do when i was like on the ship. Mm-hmm. So I was to the gym. I would start eating and um, I started gaining like a little weight. And I'm like, I kind of like how it looks. And then when I moved back to, I didn't gain that much weight though. But when I moved back to America, I started going to Miami a lot and I had never went to Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm from Florida. I never went to Miami. I like literally lived in like a very country town. And I was like, I didn't know anything about Miami. It's so weird. So I thought, I know. I had never really been like in my childhood life. I'd never been to Miami. I didn't go to Miami really until I was like an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew that people were like in really good shape. And right. I was like, holy shit. I, sh- I need to really get into the gym. I need to start working out. Yeah. 
you know, I did. And it's, just, it's been a, a process. Like I didn't like just go from 150 pounds to 210 pounds overnight. It's been, it took years. Right. And, um, eventually like the weight just stuck and yeah, here I am. Is that exhausting? How many days a week do you have to work out to maintain that kind of weight? Honestly, I don't work out often. I went to the gym one time last week. What are you um, talking about? I really did. That is um, the most annoying thing I've heard all day. I, I just eat, and I'm really lazy. I eat a lot of fast food. People hate me because, like, what I eat today, Taco Bell. Honestly, let's just stop now. This was great. Thank you so much <laughs> for being here. <laughs> I ate Taco Bell today. Like, I'm probably going to get some fucking fast food. Like, I don't like cooking. <laughs> I don't care. I get, I'm a little, I'm not really great in my like middle session. I don't care. But but that's so weird too, because you're not like, aren't you like close to 30? You're not like in your young twenties, right? Close to 30. I'm 31. Oh, okay. I'm 30. I just turned 30 a few months ago and I hate it saying it out loud. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, thirties are your twenties with money. It's fine, but I'm adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an adjustment period. Sometimes I go to say it and it doesn't make sense when it comes out. 30. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how old were you the first time you had sex and what was that experience like? I was young, so don't feel bad. Oh, I was not young. I was, again, I, re- I was raised very like conservative mm-hmm. because I was in like a small town. I didn't have sex until I was like 18 or 19. Okay. But it was a threesome. Oh, wow. Really? Right out of the gate. <laughs> first in there, you know? And yeah, after that, I was just like, whoa, what have I been missing out all my mm-hmm. life? And I, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, well, I got it out of my system. That's so funny. I'm like old and I still haven't had a threesome. I think about it sometimes and I'm like, am I missing out on something? Should I do it once before I'm like done? It's honestly a lot of work. Um, <laughs> I did one the other day and I was just like, yeah, this is why I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful guys, though. Beautiful guys. Yeah, this was not for me. That sounds like a lot. It is. Like, you you, you, you got to focus on this. And if it's a couple, oh, my God, you got to make sure this couple, this guy's happy, this guy's happy. You don't want to give one too much attention. Mm-hmm. Before um, someone gets mad. Yeah, like, people can, there's jealousy involved. Like, yeah. you got to no, thank be you. very conscious of what you're doing when you have, like, a threesome, like. You can't just like just focus on one person like a one on one session. Like you have to focus on two people. That's a lot. No, I don't. I don't have the energy for that. If I was going to do that too, it would have to be with two total strangers who weren't too involved with each other. Because what you're talking about sounds like a lot of drama, and I want nothing to do with that. Honestly, even even with two strangers, they could be like one could get a little jealous at the little session. Oh like, my god! You just never know. Jealousy is always at play in this world. That's a good point. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know. I think it was 2021-ish. Obviously, when we were locked up in the pandemic, Clubhouse came out, and that was a very popular app very quickly. The worst app I've ever encountered. I don't know who came up with that premise, but it was not what it was marketed to be. It was not exclusive. It was not. 
by any means. It was everyone who could get an invite from anyone. And it was basically everyone pretending that they were fake celebrities. It used to drive me crazy. You don't get a green bean. Sit him down. Sit him down. Like, oh, my God. So I literally used to pop into this room like late at night when I was smoking. And there would be all these gays arguing with each other over who was in charge. And they're all in their 30s. And I'm like, do any of you have a job? Like, do you have something to do? This is crazy. It was insane. I haven't been on that in forever. I think it's dead. Like, thankfully so. I think it's over with. Who's still using yeah. that? I don't know. But they don't need it anymore because Twitter created spaces. Right, exactly. They basically did the same thing. So one night I was washing the dishes and I was in the room of the gays going at each other. And you randomly popped in there and you had never been in there. And I don't think you ever were again. And I don't blame you. But I was listening to some of the stuff you were saying. I think you were talking about like a relationship you had had. And you were talking about starting OnlyFans. So I clicked on the thing and I'm not really like, I don't watch porn like that and I'm cheap. So I like, I don't pay for it, but I was intrigued. I was like, let's see what's going on here. So I think at that point you had only done like a few posts. Like it was very new for you. Where did that idea come from? Like, where did you birth the thought of starting to do something like that? I had OnlyFans for a while, but I never like really posted anything on it. Mm -hmm. When me and my ex, we went to jail and I bailed us both out of jail because, you know, we got into a fight. He didn't have money. So it was just like, I could I should have just left his ass in there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, me being who I am, I bailed him out. And, you know, that was a lot of money. That was like $10,000 out of my pocket. Right. And, and so I was just like, you know, I'm going to get that money back. And so I was just like, I'm going to make it OnlyFans. You know, I feel bad because, like, some people make it OnlyFans and they just... It just never take off. Mm -hmm. I made it OnlyFans and like, boom, it's just like a cash cow for me. It was just like, it was so easy. How did you get involved with the people that you initially collaborated with? I want to say Cole Connor reached out to me and he asked me to do a collab with him. But the collab was like, well, he's one of the girls that like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, collab, collab, collab. Mm -hmm. And the collab was like a while away. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Like... So we did a collab. This is how it all started. We did the collab. He posted like a preview of the collab and like all the like follows and everybody just started flowing in. Right. I was speaking to him at the collab. I was just like, um, you do studio. I was like, I'm, I'm interested in doing like maybe a scene or two. He's like, all right, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let the studio know. They'll let you know if they want to like use you or not. I was like, cool. And then they like literally hit me up like a day or two later and was like, can you come to Palm Springs? and shoot this scene for this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, of course. Um, so I literally took off from work. <laughs> I said I had like a like a medical appointment. <laughs> and I, I went to Palm Springs and I shot a fucking uh, a porn scene. Mm-hmm. And literally at the porn scene, like right after we finished filming, it was just like, would you like to be exclusive to our, to our studio? And I was like, yeah, I would actually. <laughs> yeah. Run me that check. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like with OnlyFans, at least from the way I've seen you do it, like it's a little more intimate. Most of the videos that you were posting, especially in the beginning, were you and one other person in a room. Maybe there was a person filming. Sometimes it was set up around the room. Um, And then with studio porn, of course, it's way more of a production. So explain what it's like to walk into a set and kind of set the scene for what's going on around you as far as like, how many people are in the room? What's the setup like? Because I know it must be very different. Okay, so when you shoot with 
um, when I would shoot with like Falcon um, or Raging Stallion, the set is going to have like three to four people, like minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the sound guy, two camera guys. Um, we used to have like our dude who managed everything. He used to always be there as well. Like just telling what the model, like if, if they're shooting like a big movie, movie, he would like be telling where the models, hey, you, you have to be here at this time. Da, da, da. He was just like managing everything. Mm-hmm. So it would be, it would be quite a few people there. Um, and, the, even, and for the bigger movies, it would be even more people there. When we shot Ride or Die, it was like so many people there on set. Like the scene out in the desert, like it was like 10, 11 people out there. Like mm-hmm. it was so many people. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot of people. You have to like, you come onto set. If you're a bottom, like you got to make sure you're clean. Um, there's food there, but the bottom's not going to be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you don't want to make a mess. So mm-hmm. I feel bad. Sometimes I used to in um, like solidarity. I would not eat. <laughs> That's very kind of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm so thoughtful. Like I was like, I was like, you know what? You're not eating. I'm not going to eat. <laughs> What kind yeah, of sick um, joke is that to put food out on the set? That's like right. so rude. <laughs> right. Put food out after. Yeah, it was. It was but the scene, the this, the the shooting of a porn scene would take hours mm-hmm. and hours. It's like minimum like six, seven hours. Right, because it's very stop and go. Right. So stop and go. It's like okay, we got you at this angle. We want to get you at this angle. Do it again. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well. Um, we feel we filmed this position. Now we got to get pictures in this position. Right. So it wouldn't be like taking pictures while you're doing it. It'd be like, no, stop. We're gonna take pictures now. Right. So it would be stop and go, stop and go. It was so much. I hated it. Like, yeah. I was like, can we just do the pictures right now and then like just shoot the fucking movie? Right. And I feel like, like with OnlyFans, when you're filming on your own time in your own setting, like you kind of just turn on the camera and go. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Were you nervous? Or intimidated to like have sex in front of a bunch of people. Um, the first time, yeah, yeah. The first f- first couple of times, I was very intimidated. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until later I got like somewhat comfortable, and like, you know, my head got slightly bigger because like you know I became so like like a little popular, mm-hmm. and so I was like a little bit more confident. So once I had like that little confidence boost, I never added like snotty or anything, but like. Um, once I got a confident boost, confidence boost, I, um, I started, it's like, it became a lot easier. Right. Well, I feel like that's with anything you do. The more you do it, the more comfortable it becomes. Which one is more lucrative, studio porn or OnlyFans? OnlyFans. Really? Way more. That was the exact opposite of what I thought you were going to say. But I guess it depends on like the level of popularity and how many people are subscribing to what you're doing. So that makes sense. But I thought for sure studio porn would be more. Studio like my first year doing porn studio, I made like what was it, like thirty or forty thousand from studio. For how many scenes? I did over twenty. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting like fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars per scene, right? So That's not a lot at all. It's not a lot. Well, at all. Are you getting paid less because you're the top? No, everybody. So if you're exclusive, you're getting paid more than anybody on the set, and then how long you've been exclusive will um, factor into that as well. And then the studio factors into it as well. Right. So we weren't making like, compared to like fucking like Sean Cody people, like we weren't making no money, like Sean Cody or whoever, I don't know, whatever studio, they're paying their models like $3,000 a scene. Right. Like, 
but also they're not filming as much either. So kind of balances out. And well, they will have to, they will have to um, shoot two scenes. Yeah. Like two scenes in one day. So, and that would be a part of the 3000. So it was, honestly, it was like the same damn thing. Right. Like we would do one scene. It was $1,500. Right. And they're doing two for three. And I was just like, that's the same thing. What's the most you've made in one day or from one scene? I don't want to go over that amount. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to say it. I was waiting to see if you were going to go with it or you're going to be like, hmm. But I did a scene with a certain someone mm-hmm. and he paid me a lot of money to do that scene. So it was, I had to, it was my, like my, my bottom debut. <laughs> I think I saw that one. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got paid way more than what I got from the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> So, and then on top of that, I made so much money from the fucking video on OnlyFans. Right. Like, yeah, I made, like, that on top of what I made from OnlyFans. Like, him paying me, and then on top of that, what I made from OnlyFans. Oh, so he paid you separately? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. So people will pay you to collaborate, and then you post the video, and you make money off of that, too? Well, it depends on who you are, though. Like, everybody's not going to get paid to collab. Wow, that's crazy. I was doing something I didn't want to do, though. So, you know, I'm not going to, like, I don't care who you are. Like, I'm not bottoming for you for free just because, like, I'm going to make money from the video. Like, no, I'm, I'm doing something I don't want to do. You have to pay for that. I'm going to start charging. That's it. <laughs> Last time I do a motherfucking thing for free. Um, obviously, chemistry is the most important thing when it comes to sex. And I think I've watched you have sex enough that I can kind of tell when you're more into it or you're kind of just, like, rolling with it. <laughs> there yet are we done yet (laughs) there are times so in a previous interview you talked about enjoying the fact that you can choose your collaborators with OnlyFans content whereas with studio stuff you kind of just get what they give you have you ever done a scene where you weren't really attracted to the person you were filming with or maybe like the sexual chemistry wasn't really there as it was progressing and then what do you do in that situation like so many times really oh my god well you're a good faker then I fake it so well. Oh my! It, so even sometimes with OnlyFans, like I filmed with people who I was like not at all attracted to, like not at all. Like I was, like, I would never like talk to this guy like mm-hmm. ever in my life. But um, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it happened so many times, and you know, I just, I just think about like the money, right? That's what gets me through. Like, just so you know, <laughs> Does the money make you hard? <laughs> so a lot of the porn stars, they try mints. You know what try mints is? No. So it's this liquid stuff. You inject it into your dick. And yeah, and it gives you a bone. Yeah. Oh my I have God. some in the refrigerator. You have to keep it refrigerated. <laughs> I have some in the refrigerator, this motherfucker says. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. you have to put a needle in there? Yeah. Where, in like the head or in the base? In the base. Oh my God, that's not, does it hurt? No, um, I use like an auto injector. Mm-hmm. I put like the stuff into my dick, and then I put it in like this little contraption. I just push a button, and it injects it automatically. And it just keeps you hard. It keeps you hard for how long? How long you need it to be hard? How do you get it to go away? This is the most fascinating thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. So either you come or you um. You have to take the antidote because mm-hmm. if you're hard for too long, you shouldn't be hard for like more than like four hours. If you're hard longer than that, you have to take the antidote. Oh my God, that's crazy. There's an antidote. Oh my God, that's nuts. What's the protocol with condoms and porn? Because sometimes you see them and sometimes you don't. 
Um, so porn now, you're not gonna see any condoms, like none. Um, if you're not if you're not gonna do it without condom, they're not like these studios not even gonna have you there. Right. Um, so if you see a studio with, if you see a scene with a condom, it's probably old. Mm-hmm. Most studios do without, and like so when I filmed, we like literally, it's a part of like our like um thing that we were agreeing to do it without a condom. Mm-hmm. And you have to be on prep. Or if you're positive, you have to be on like the medicine, like mm-hmm. the HIV medicine. What about for other stuff though? Do they test you like normally? Um, yeah. So before you before you shoot a scene, you go to talent testing. Talent testing will test. But here's the thing: they only test your urine. They mm-hmm. don't test like what? They don't test your throat. So they test your urine to see if you have any STDs. That's it. Right. So you're kind of like taking a gamble. Yeah. Still, because you don't know what someone has in their throat. You don't know what they have in their ass. Like right. So that's, I've always thought that was so pointless. I was just like, you're only test. This is like a heterosexual test. Like, <laughs> like, Have you ever had a really bad experience filming a scene? Um, Yeah, I shot. I'm not even going to the details of the scene, the logo, like, because you'll, you'll be able to find out. So mm-hmm. um, I shot this one scene with this boy and he just would not shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> he, he, he just kept he complained about everything every he complained about everything then like when we weren't filming he was talking about his damn ex-boyfriend he was like like the music there was like music playing in the background while we were like on break mm-hmm. he's like this song got turned it off it reminds me of my ex i was like god lee just <laughs> shut up like stop like we're almost done <laughs> like what are you doing that's annoying Wait, so are you walking around hard from the injection while you're on break? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, him, I think I didn't even have the injection. Like, I just was like, stay hard. That's crazy. I'm going to be Googling at four o'clock in the morning tonight this, gonna, this oh. injection. I want to see someone do it. You're not going to see somebody do it. There's videos of everything. You never know. Not someone sticking a needle in their dick. You never know. You can find anything <laughs> these days. Look on YouTube, babe. I'm going to find it. <laughs> so I think that sometimes people forget porn stars are real people, right? With lives outside of their work, because it's easy for people to only see you in one light, which is very exposed, very sexualized, a very like hyped up environment. I'm sure there's days that you mentally are just like not in the game or feeling low. So what do you do when you're already obligated to film something, but you wake up and you're just not in the headspace for it? Because sex is easy to cancel, but when it's sex for work and it's contracted, that sounds like it might get weird. You know, days when I was just, like, not feeling it, you know, I just put on, like, my game face and, like, just, I, I was, I would fake it so often, like, like, I was fine. I was really, like, not fine at all. Right. And, you know, I just, I do what I, I did what I had to, just, you know, just, I was just, like, telling myself just to make it through the scene. Mm-hmm. Just make it. And I did. No one could tell that I was literally like so depressed like half the time. Right. You had one of the craziest blowups I think I've ever seen in the industry. And I feel like it's usually gradual. But in the matter of like a year from starting OnlyFans and simultaneously doing studio stuff, you were immediately collaborating with some of the biggest names in the industry. Your following on various social medias exploded and your face was like kind of everywhere. Was that more exciting or was it more challenging at first? Um, at first it was very exciting. And then like, you know, with the popularity, like comes like, you know, the hate, mm-hmm. like people are like jealous. They, they don't want you. They, they, why, why not them? Right. You know, there's a lot of that. 
And it's just like, well, why him? You know, well, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we get the same 24 hours in a day. Like, right. you know, at first it was cool, though. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I was just like, okay, like, I'm popping off. Like, you know, life's great. I'm making all this money, doing all the collabs. Like, life is great. And then, like, people, like, someone, like, I didn't even hear about it at first. Someone messaged me and it was like, someone made, like, this really hateful video about you. And I didn't see it until like six months after it had already got posted. Mm-hmm. Or like in the comments, like, yeah, da, 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 just talk, yeah, oh, that fucking cool, like just going in on me. And I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> when did this happen? And like, he would like this boy, there was like this one specific boy, he, I'm not even gonna like name him, like he just did not like me. Like, and I had never met this boy a day in my life to this day, never met him. Mm-hmm. He'll be online, like, oh, I met Rain, da, 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 da. he told me to my face, he don't like me. I was That's like, so babe, weird. I never, never met him. So you just, just get on, get online to like lie and start drama just so you can like get attention. Boost. Yeah, get attention for your struggling YouTube channel and only fans because like like babe like i don't get online talking about anybody i just literally get online post my video and i log off that's so weird yeah i was trying to explain i was talking to my brother-in-law the other night about the interview and i was trying to explain like the level of popularity so i was like he's kind of like the dua lipa of porn at the moment (laughs) (laughs) that was the only way i could relate it for him and then i was talking to my grandmother and i was like she was like who are you interviewing this week and i was like i'm interviewing a porn star and she was like is she gonna be clothed and i was like well first of all it's a he and second of all yes because if he wasn't i couldn't afford that so absolutely she was so crazy she was like immediately making these like wild assumptions um so you live in la right yeah do you get recognized a lot when you go out um yeah well when i in the beginning like people were like always like, oh picture 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 now it's just like hey i saw you out mm-hmm. <laughs> oh like afterwards <laughs> yeah. i fucking hate that like hey i saw you i saw you at um or i saw you at this party i saw you did i was like well babe you can come talk to me because one thing about me i don't i do not care like right. I say, hey, right i always find that weird just in life in general when people like run into you and they don't say anything and then afterwards they're like oh i saw you somewhere that happened to me a couple weeks ago i was like well you're a fucking weirdo like why wouldn't you say right. anything just say hi you can speak like use your mouth yeah <laughs> I would imagine that people might also treat you weird because of the industry that you're in. And again, we're only seeing you in a very like hyper-sexualized light. And we know how the gays can get. Some of them need some house training. So I'm sure your DMs get flooded with like wildly explicit stuff. Is that ever like annoying or frustrating? I kind of ignore that kind of stuff. Like it, like I get it. I did porn. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, it comes with it. Mm-hmm. It does get a little exhausting, a little tiring. Like that's all people want to talk about set 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 sets um even like when like i'm like dating like it's like that's a huge part of it it's like because i did porn it's just like either we're a little um insecure about the fact that i did porn or you're fetishizing me because of the fact that i did porn like right. you want me to do porn stuff with you and it's just like jesus like first of all my name's henry like <laughs> like <laughs> Treat me, treat me as such, like, Jesus. Right. Has that happened in person? Like, has somebody ever tried to come up to you and, like, act some type of way because they think they can do that? 
specifically because of the industry because that can happen in a certain environment regardless no they, the people who do stuff like that they pick and choose who they do it to because they know better than they do it to because <laughs> it's not gonna end well for you right <laughs> at all <laughs> what about relationships so like you were talking about sometimes when you're dating but what about relationships with like family and friends does that ever get weird because of what you do like do they try to express their opinion too much no um Actually, when I told, like, my sister and brother about it, they didn't, they were, like, very supportive. Mm -hmm. um, friends love it. Like, they love, like, how big I got. Like, they, no, I never got any, like, bad, like, feedback from my family or friends. Right. It's only, like, in the dating world where it was, like, ah, it was pretty bad. Right. Uh, people said some really harsh things to me and, you know, you know, I have to deal with it. I have to, you know take it to the chin and like walk away like it doesn't didn't bother me. how did it work when you were in relationships at the time that you were still doing porn are there like boundaries set like is there rules where you're doing what you're doing for work but then essentially like you're still not able to go out and do whatever you want is it different like relationship to relationship so i only dated a few people while i was doing porn i was never in like an actual relationship mm-hmm the moment I did get into an actual relationship, I stopped doing porn. Really? I immediately stopped. Like, when we became official, I didn't film any more porn. I still haven't filmed since then. Right. Um, even after me and him broke up, like, I did not film any porn. I told myself when I first started doing it that I wouldn't be, you can see it in interviews, I was just like, I'm not doing this for long. I'm not going to be one of those girls who make this their career and, you know, spend all their money because they're, like, buying Gucci bags right. and just that. And that. No baby i'm an investor like i bought a house like i spent my money on things that were gonna like help me progress right i put like, like any debt i had like everything was paid like so you know i'm i've made enough money i'm chilling i'm happy and you know that's that like like that's what it is what are your views on open relationships i think it's it depends on who you like, who you're dating. Mm -hmm. Like I'm dating a guy who has a lot of insecurity issues. Like I'm not gonna like push an open relationship on him. Like why would I like torment you like that? Right. Like me personally, I'm okay with the open relationship. Um, but I don't have to be in an open relationship. I would want to work towards one, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. It's not pressing. That's not a pressing issue. I can be with you monogamous and we can, you know, work on it. We'll work on building up that trust mm -hmm. so we can have something we both enjoy. Do you want to have kids? I would love to have children. Ideally, I want a little girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'll take anything. I actually thought about... Um, this is so funny, dude. I don't, oh my god. I was looking up the other day to donate sperm. <laughs> because I wanted to be like, you know, if I never got the chance to like have my own kid, like I would have a kid out there somewhere. Right. Potentially. And I'm pretty, so like <laughs> we're all living here, you know? <laughs> I feel like that's why I wouldn't do it. I feel like I couldn't handle knowing that there was a kid out there of mine. It would like mentally torture me. 
what? I would love to like, oh, like 18 years later, hi, you're my dad. Oh, yeah. shit. Well, I did do that. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Imagine it's just out of your mind and you don't remember. I heard the money's really good, though. <laughs> have you thought about if you did have kids, how you would explain to them your career or this portion of your life career-wise once it got to the point where if you didn't, they might find out anyway? I feel like I would be very transparent with my kids. You know, once they reach a certain age and they could like fully grasp and understand and be like, I want my kids to know about my life. First of all, my life was like fucking amazing. And I want my kids to like fucking go out and live. Like I don't want them, nothing against like any of my friends or anybody who's still back home. I don't want them to like fucking grow their entire life in one fucking city, Mm -hmm. not never travel outside of the country or you know, had a game bang in Thailand, you know, I, I, I would like experience like life, right. have fun, you know, who wants, I want to be able to, I want, my kids are going to have stories. I'm going to be able to tell them stories and like, who wants an uneventful life? How much sex are you having in your personal life while you're filming consistently? Cause I've heard a lot of porn stars talk about how they don't really have a lot of sex outside of filming because it's like almost overstimulated. Um, yeah, I, when I filmed, I barely had sex, <laughs> barely had sex. And honestly, when I filmed, I rarely had sex because you know what? When I would like, you know, go hook up with somebody, I would always get an STD. Filming, never, never got STDs. Like, so I kind of like just took it for what it was. I mean, filming, I get to film with like sometimes a hot guy mm-hmm. and, you know, I get what I need. So it was work, but I still got what I need. Because you, in the film studio, you have to come. You don't have to come, but they want you to come. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're going to fuck the hot guy and then you're going to shoot a load all over him at the end. Recently, you were doing a Q&A on your Instagram and you talked about how you've quit pretty much doing porn and you haven't filmed anything new in about a year. You also mentioned that while you were doing it, it kind of put you in a dark place and left you feeling depressed, which I was surprised by because anytime I had heard you speak about it previously, it seemed like you were talking about how you were enjoying what you were doing. So what was it about the industry and this line of work that was dark for you? It was honestly, a lot of it has to do with like the negative like comments, you know, still like people would make, they, I don't know what it was. People hated me. And I was just like, like, what did I do? Like, like what what did I do besides exist mm-hmm. that made people like hate me so much? But they were like oh, on Twitter, just talking about me all the time. And then people would, like see me screenshot. Somebody in Miami had made a fucking grinder page of me and they were like calling me a coon and like making all this like like talking like hella smack about me. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just got tired, it got tiring, and then the hateful comments on top of that, you're like constantly filming. You don't have really like a personal life because you're like always like, I worked a lot. When I when I was doing porn, I was, because I worked a full job. So I worked my full job during the week. On the weekend, I was flying to another city or state. I was going to another city or state and um, filming con- like my like porn. I never flew out of out of Florida. I mean, out of um, Cali to like f- shoot OnlyFans content. Right. But I was constantly flying around you know america to like shoot studio porn mm-hmm. so my life was so busy and it was just like work 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 work, and it was very exhausting and then you know i'm going to i'm so stupid i was like 
doing all this work and then thinking I'm relaxing by going to like uh, a party weekend in fucking Puerto Vallarta, but really I'm like fucking out here killing my body, like not sleeping and like doing drugs and shit. And like, it was just like really fucking with me. And like, it became like way too much. Mm-hmm. Were you afraid of walking away from it after you had built such a name for yourself? A little bit. It's It was really hard, really hard walking away because like, for one, the money. I'm walking away from like a lot of money, mm-hmm. like a lot. I walked away from a lot of money and like, I still, part of me cannot grasp like me doing that. Like I would, younger me would never be like, oh, I'm doing, I'm walking away from this much money every month. Right. Um, but me now, I'm just like, you know what? I've had enough. So yeah, it was really hard walking away. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me like kind of miss it. I kind of miss like, you know, the popularity. I mean, I'm still popular, but like, <laughs> I miss like shooting the movies. And, like, that was movies. funny. <laughs> Just the way you said that in the face you made. I'm so popular. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I kind of miss like, like, like getting nominated for the awards and like, like, yeah, you can, you miss that. Yeah. But even, even, I haven't done porn in like almost a year. So, like, even so, even now, I still like get like bills from mm-hmm. like, like when I was doing porn, like I just shot a show for um, Apple TV, um, for um, Daddy TV, because they have like their own streaming service and it's going to be on Apple TV. So we're doing that. And so I got like still stuff like it's happening. A lot of things started happening even after like people's like so much porn opened up. Let me tell you, porn opened up so many doors for me. I would not be who I am today if it was not for porn. Like, I would not have, like, anything I have right now if it wasn't for porn. Like, it opened the door. Like, I met so many people Mm -hmm. just because I did porn. Well, I think that's a really interesting testament to the change in perspective and the way we are moving in a societal way because everybody is so much more sex positive now, and especially when it comes to people who are in the industry that you're in, it's not looked at the same as it used to. So if anything it provides you more opportunities where in the past it might have hindered that. So it's interesting how that shifted. Recently, you've kind of been moving more into like the influencer type of situation and you did um, some music videos. Is that where you're going in the future? Yeah, so um, I want to trans, like I'm leaving porn behind me. I even took the name Rain off my uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to transition away from porn. I'm trying to like get into like you know my acting and model modeling bag right i was at like a party like literally the other day and like all these fucking producers and stuff were there and you know it was like do you act and i was like no it was like you should mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i'm like okay so now i'm gonna take that as a sign and you know move into that realm try or try to move into that realm you know and a part of the big push for me to even like revamp like my instagram and stuff started seeing this guy and i'm not gonna say his name but he's like he's like kind of famous and um he was like baby you gotta clean this up (laughs) and um no shit yeah he was like you gotta clean this up because like if you want to like move into this next era of your life you gotta like you gotta like kind of leave this behind you like you have to like um elevate yourself to like where you want to be 
And it's like, not that porn is like below me or beneath me or anything. I would never say that about it. Cause like, again, I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for that right. part of my, but you know, that's not me anymore. It's like not what I'm working towards. Right. Moving into a new space. Yeah, definitely. Tell me about filming the music video for Vincent's single romance. Oh my God. I Vincent. love him and I love his music so much. Listen. So let me tell you about that. So I got asked to be in his music video and I had never like heard his music before. And then one night, me and a friend of mine, we were at, we we're in WeHo at one of those bars, Revolver. Mm-hmm. And um, a song came on. I was just like, this song is good. Like mm-hmm. this song slaps. Like this is a good song. And so we go to the DJ. He was like, who's, wait, like what song is this? Like, who is this? He was just like, he points to Vincent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this song. And I was like, wait, Vincent, I'm going to be in your music video. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You had already booked it? Yeah, I had already, like, got asked to be in the music video. Oh, that's crazy. So I became friends with Vincent, like, mm-hmm. that night. Because, like, first of all, he's such a sweet guy. You know, I wish him so much success. I want him to win so bad. Like, I'm this is the kind of person I am. Like, if I see you, like, I know I see you working, you grinding, I want you to win. Like, yeah. I want people who I know around me want like trying to like elevate themselves i want everyone around me to win like i would never be someone who like hates on you for like doing better than me like i love that well that just shows like your character you know genuine people are not afraid of others success around them if you are that's like weird fucking behavior i want everyone in my life to win and there's so many people in my life who are further down the line and a little ahead of the game than i am and the last thing that makes me is envious or jealous I like I want to celebrate people. And if anything, if I see someone who has something I want, I want to talk to them and be like, how did you get to where I want to be? And what do I need to do to not make mistakes and get there faster? Like what? Low, the low, the small thinking people was just like, oh, that person's doing better than me. They hate on them. So you know, stupid. people who want to do better. They're going to ask that person, like, how did you get here? Like, what did you do? Like, what do I need to do? Like, we're right here because that's exactly what I would do. Like, I, today. Um, he's like literally like two years older than me. I was like, where you live at? He's like, oh, I live in the hills. I was like, not the hills. <laughs> I, was like, well, I was like, well, what I got to do to live there? Oh my God. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I think when you surround yourself with people who have what you want, you start to figure out how to attain it. So why yeah. would you want to alienate yourself from those people by being a bitter bitch? Nobody likes a bitter bitch. Okay. Not at all. Mm-mm. Tell me about the Saucy Santana collab. Saucy Santana. Are you? Do you know him, or was that just like a booking? Listen, when they asked me to do Saucy Santana, <laughs> I died. I love Saucy Santana, and if I wasn't sounding like a horrible queer guy <laughs> in the videos, I would post all the videos of me singing his music when he performed <laughs> No Pride last year. I sounded so bad. You know, it's you know when you hear yourself after you record it. Yeah. Oh my god. You don't want to post that. And like, every time I'm like, I'm not gonna do this this concert, and then you just get into it and you lose it, and it, it just happens. Gotta, gotta see. Mm-hmm. So um, I was so happy. Oh my god. How did it happen? The same guy who um booked me for the Vincent video. Mm-hmm. He was just like, hey, um, do you think you could? do this uh, video for Saucy Santana. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, he was like, it doesn't pay that much. I was like, I don't care how much it pays. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, that made me so happy. 
And you know what's so crazy? I just, it's just like in my mind, I was just like, just last year, I was sitting in a fucking audience, like rapping this man's songs mm-hmm. and working with him. Like, yeah. it's so crazy in a year's time, time span, like how much like has changed. That's awesome. I love that. I was cracking up because I had just seen some of the stuff you were talking about with how you were moving in a different uh, direction career wise. And then I watched the clip and you're just like, you're like two different people. Like, it's almost like a character you're playing. Because when you talk to you or you see you talking on social media in a more relaxed environment, you're kind of like calm and just you seem friendly and approachable. And then there's like this sexy character that you play. So when you turned around at the end of the clip and like bit your lip and said whatever you said, I'm like, oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do rapid fire questions. Quick answers. Oh, my God. I'm scared. Why? Don't be scared. All right. Does size matter? No. Looks or personality? Oh. Explain that. <laughs> um, so for me, the looks get the attention. Personality keeps me. Good point. Sex or conversation? Conversation. Blowjob to the finish or fucking? Fucking. Nut or cum? <laughs> I hate the word nut. I hate it. Nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Nuts. Whenever somebody says that, I never want to talk to them again. It's so gross. Music during sex or no? No. I want to hear you. Alcohol or weed? Alcohol. I can't smoke weed. Why not? This is my work. Music festival or intimate show? Music festival. Going out or staying in? Staying in. Business or pleasure? Pleasure. Biggest flex. It could be a skill. It could be a character trait. Whatever you think of. You know who I am. Like, I'm like genuinely like a really good guy mm-hmm. i don't have to i don't want to show anything like any of my friends like everyone anyone who knows me will tell you like I, they can speak on my character for me that's why when people talk about me i don't really have to worry about um someone not coming to my defense when i'm not around because like people who know me they know like who i am right like, i'm the friend you can come to when you need a couple thousand dollars i'll loan that to you and i won't even tell anybody right i won't get on well i help yeah right <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like a really, I'm like a genuine friend like, mm-hmm. and I'm reliable. So most kinky or nastiest thing you've done during sex, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like how I threw that one in there after like the nice kind one, the kinky, the nastiest thing. I mean, I haven't done too much nasty stuff. Like I'm pretty cut and paste. Like I'm not like doing too much craziness. Like I'm spitting, I'm choking. Like, you know, no, the, no, that's normal. That's normal. Me. Yeah. It's normal for me too. Like, I'm not gonna like punch you in your face so you're bleeding. Like, <laughs> Some people like that. Until you go unconscious. Um, okay, so you're having normal elevated sex. Elevated sex. I'm not doing. I'm not pissing on you. Oh. I wouldn't mind. Oh my god. Why? Why? I don't get. What's the attraction of that? I don't know. I kind of want to try. Want to try it? Is it like a dominance thing? Is that why? Do you want to feel like a dog where you're pissing on your territory? <laughs> oh, I just. I don't know. Kind of just want to piss on you. All right. Well, good luck. Let me know how. Let me know how that goes. I have volunteers. I'm just not doing it. Maybe know? after the Grammys, we could try that. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly. I know. I know. Weirdest interaction with a fan. I don't. I don't think I've had any. Like, everyone's usually like really like normal and quick. They just want a picture, and then like that's it. All right. That's a good problem to have. Oh, no. I do have a fan that's, like, fucking psycho. I should block him on fucking Instagram, but he, like, always, like, 
messages me, why can't we be friends? Da, 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 da. Come to South Africa. Mm. I'm like, no, I'm not coming to South Africa. Like, are you crazy? So you can chop me up and like see me to a hyena? Like what? <laughs> Sounds like a good trip, but not to see him. Okay. I would love to go to South Africa. I almost went to South Africa because mm-hmm. I was gonna film a porn scene there. Oh, that would have been great. Like in no, the, but, in the jungle no. with the animals, hot. That would have been so fun. Like a trip, a free trip to Africa, 100%. but it was like get this. The flight was like 23 hours. Oh my God. I was like, I was like, yeah, no, you've lost me. And I was like, then y'all not gonna put me in like first class. Mm-hmm. You're insane. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not doing that. Uh yeah, what do you do? Take a Xanax and try to pass out for like 10 of those hours? <laughs> right. What do you do on a 23-hour flight? I gotta move around. Like I can't be still for that long. I gotta walk. I gotta do something. So I think the flight was like taking me somewhere. And then from there, I was taking another flight. Africa is a big ass fucking continent. Like that, that is huge. Right. So like a little plane is not going to get you from LA to South Africa. Right. It's gonna be two, it's, it has to be two flights. So that was the thing. Uh, biggest turnoff. Um, biggest turnoff is bad hygiene. That's normal. No, like. Well, you think that's normal, but like people in New York and San Francisco don't want to wear deodorant. So what? I yeah. honestly just said the other day I was having this conversation with a vegan and whatever. Let's not go there because I don't want to be rude. Um, okay, because I was I was vegan for a year. Let's talk about it. Like, are, why are they're angry? Because they're malnourished. Like you're rude because you don't have nutrition and your hair is falling out. It looks like straw. Okay, eat a fucking piece of meat and shut up. I'm tired of these impossible. Bur- I'm getting angry. Let me stop. I love Impossible Burger. Whatever. So, they taste like bullshit. It tastes like a turkey burger. Just eat a turkey burger. No. Well, I we're just, saving the planet. Well, okay. Well, good luck with that. I hope your planet goes well, because I'm going to be dead with a fucking steak in my casket. Um, Wait, what was the point? I got so angry. Where was I going? <laughs> oh, hygiene. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was talking to a fucking vegan the other day, and I was like, I do not care if the deodorant is going to kill me. I'm going to smell good while I'm dead. Like. There's plenty of ways to get around that besides not wearing it. Wait, a vegan was telling you about not wearing deodorant? Yeah, they were talking about this like certain specific type of deodorant that has this ingredient. I don't know. I was not paying attention. And then they were talking about how because they couldn't find what they were looking for, they just stopped wearing it and it causes cancer and all this shit. I said, so do French fries and I eat those anyway. Relationship deal breakers. A relationship deal breaker? Um, I can't date someone who isn't financially ready to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry. Like, you know, you don't have to be no millionaire, but you're not going to come to me with $50,000 in credit card debt. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to figure out how you're going to make it. Right. No, not happening. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say to gays that don't suck dick? That's okay. Just give me the ass. I thought that answer was going to go a different way. Uh, baby, if you don't suck dick, that's fine with me, baby. I, let's skip the floor. Let's just get straight into it. I've got no time for people who are not sucking dick. Hook up, fine. Uh, if it comes to like something serious, get out of, get away from me. No, nah, I don't care. Oh, my God. Blowjob tips for people who can't deep throat. You know, you got to use your hand. So you keep your hand on the base and you just focus on the tip. Because <laughs> I can't either. Like, I'm going to clip gonna go- that motion. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare oh. <laughs> i'm not gonna do anything with it i'm just gonna send it to you i'm gonna loop it oh my God. <laughs> wait oh so you can't do God. it either 
No, I'm not. I can't deep throat. Mm-hmm. I, can, I eat ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> For that reason, because I can't do that. Right. And, um, you know, just keep your hand around that. Well, depending on how big it is, you might only need one. <laughs> you know, for some people, you might need two. <laughs> and you focus on that head. Listen, they'll come. Like, I suck dick real good, mm-hmm. even though I can't deep throat. Mm-hmm. Like, do you uncom? So I remember I filmed content with this boy who his name was Kyle. Real sexy man. Oh my God. He was like Jamaican or something. I don't know what he was, but he was fine. And he was like, we just gonna do an oral collab. I was like, oh, that's fine with me. I was like, um, he was like, I don't come from um, oral sets. Oh, I love I that. Like, it's a challenge. I, I was like, okay, let's let's see about that. And mm-hmm. what did he do? Because this mouth. <laughs> what? No better feeling of accomplishment. <laughs> I know what this mouth do. <laughs> <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate you. How often do you jerk off? I jerked off earlier today. Like so, once a day. Um, I'm at like one. I'm at like three. Honestly, whatever I have to do to keep me from going to hook it up. Oh, my God. I literally was just talking about this. I said to someone as my advice for bad hookups, if you jerk off before you leave and you still want to go, you should go. If you don't, then you had no business leaving the house in the first place. Yeah. I jerk off to prevent me from going to hook up. I love that. And it works. This was going <laughs> to better than myself and it's quicker you're already home you don't have to worry about any of that bullshit never regret it never perfect if you watch porn what do you like guys don't judge me <laughs> um, i like mature porn. does that mean like old guys no like you know like a man like you know little beard a scruffy look love mature porn i love like i don't know i kind of like older guys hmm. and so the, the guy that, that i like am kind of seeing right now he's older mm-hmm. and um he thinks because like everybody i've dated in the past is like around my age that that's what i like and i'm just like no i have a pretty open book and i'm like you you're my type for sure mm-hmm. has nothing to do with your status because like before i even knew who he was i thought he was attractive and now i'm gonna go get his number right what attracts you to someone initially? Initially, it's going to be like, I see you, your look is going to catch my attention and how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can be pretty as fuck, but if you're like super loud and extra, I'm like, nope, absolutely not. Like, you're not the one for me. I don't even, I won't even be like interested in like having sex with you. Even if, even if you're like super attractive, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't be interested in having sex with you. If you're just super loud and over the top, not my guy. Biggest misconception about porn stars? That we're like sex addicts. Biggest misconception about you personally? Um, that I'm a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I am not a sex like Even in a relationship, I have sex like, I w- ideally for me, it'd be like twice a week. That's kind of not a lot. <laughs> That's not a lot because I don't want to be fucking like 24 fucking seven. Maybe like, I'm a sex addict and I just don't know it. Maybe you are. Maybe well, you should go talk. No, I'm not talking to anybody about that. But now that I'm yeah. single, I'm not having sex at all. So like that's how it works for me. Whenever I'm single, which in my 20s has been minimal amount of time, but there's like one person I'll be hooking up with consistently if I'm even doing that. I'm not like a 
all the time different people kind of guy. So now that I'm single, I'm just like not having sex at all, which is why I'm jerking off three times a day. But that's a story for another time. You're authorized to do that. So, you know. Which part? <laughs> the three times a day. Yeah. What advice do you have for people who need to step up their sex game? Because part of your success is the quality of content that you're putting out the promotion of yourself that you're doing whether it be social media or whatever but part of it is because you're fucking like let's just be real you're not everybody has the stroke game so what is your advice when someone figures out that they don't have that you know i've seen people who are like really popular who don't have any type of rhythm at all mm-hmm. so honestly you know fake it till you make it babe but if you don't have it, you want to get a baby, learn how to dance. Like, first of all, it's all in the hips. Mm-hmm. Like, I have some form where I'm just like, just like performing, I guess. And I'm not even like trying. But I have other scenes where I like, I actually like, am super attracted to the guy. And I'm like, fucking, I'm like very passionate. Yeah, you can. I told you, you can see the difference as a spectator. <laughs> yeah, I can tell the difference. Yeah, you can tell. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. It's, oh. it's like a good style, too, because you're like. The perfect amount, this is what I'm looking for in a future husband, if anyone out there is listening. It's like the perfect amount of aggressive, but it's still like passionate. It's like, I don't know, I'm weird. Like leave a handprint on my ass and spit in my mouth, but like come and then kiss me because that's romantic. (laughs) No, fuck that. I never want to hear that again. It it makes me cringe. Uh, What is the accomplishment you're most proud of so far? Looking at my awards back there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were looking for the dog. I was so confused. Um, the accomplishments I'm most proud of. Oh, for quarter one of 2022, I was the number one selling gay porn star. And, you know, I was the only black person on that list. So mm-hmm. that was big. That was major for me. And porn, that was like, that was really big. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I feel like representation really does matter. So, you know, me accomplishing that, like, man, man, a lot for me. So, what is your greatest hope for your future? And what's your greatest fear? My greatest hope is to be successful. Like, that's what I've been working towards. Um, just being successful in any avenue, like, whatever I put my mind to, I want to succeed. And I feel like I will succeed because of who I am. Like, I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's all you really need. Hard work and commitment and, like, the energy you put out, you're going to get it back. So I feel like I am where I am right now because of that. And my biggest, you know, I've said biggest fear is failure, like, for sure. I don't want to fail. Like, nobody wants to fail. Sometimes, you know, I'm in L.A. It's a lot of homeless people here. And sometimes I'm driving. And I see someone homeless, I'm just like, God, I do not want that to happen to me. Like, I don't want to fail. I don't want to ever end up, you know, on the streets or end up without, like, a home. Like, because I've worked really hard to get where I am. And, you know, I grew up really poor. I saw my parents struggling. And, like, at the age I am right now, compared to when my parents were my age, like, I'm doing 10 times better. Mm -hmm. Like I own a house. I got a nice ass luxury car. I live in like a nice ass apartment. Like life is like so well for me right now. And you know, I hope it only continues to like get better. 
So we'll see. I love that. I'm in that new era. Yeah. Elevated era. So it's fun. I can't wait to see where it goes and what happens next. Hopefully you get into the acting. I think that would be a good avenue for you. Yeah. But if they see me and they're like, "Mm." a lot of people say I look like, what's that guy's name? Michael B. Jordan. And like I was, I was thinking like, what if they see me and like they were like, mm, no, there's someone who looks like you already. So. But I think that happens anyway. First of all, I don't think it's close, and I can see what you're saying, but I don't think it's close enough. But there's a lot <laughs> of thank you. Yeah, like he's a little skinny. He needs to figure out what no, you, what skinny. you're doing in the gym. Mm. Good shape, but like slim, good shape. You're more like broad. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of people like that. Like there's a lot of comparisons between two different actors or actresses where they kind of look like the same person when you really look at them. So what's the difference? We'll see. I'm going to, I'm going to take some acting classes and you know, we'll see. That's good. That's proactive. Okay. Well, thank you so much for doing this and for taking the time to sit with me. I can't wait to find out how many homos I really have listening to this show this week because (laughs) they're the ones who are going to react the most. (laughs) 